perfect people to talk to you about that with the Show Me Institute, the Director of Government Accountability at the Show Me Institute. Patrick Ishmael is with us today. Patrick, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having me on. So that, t- Tony kind of laid out some of the details there. You can add to or modify them um, if, if, if need be. But what's, what's the Show Me's position on this GM expansion in Wentzville? Well, so the Institute, you know, has a general idea of, of what good economic policy looks like. And tax credits, by and large, really don't kind of meet the threshold for getting, you know, academic support. And if you look through, you know, the whole host of tax credits that the state offers, um, the, the research on this is pretty straightforward, that it really doesn't provide the bang for the buck. You know, when you're talking about the historic preservation tax credit, for instance, you're looking at a 23-cent uh, return on every dollar spent. When you're talking about the low-income housing tax credit, you're talking about 11 cents on the dollar. And so the, the argument for a lot of these credits is, you know, are the credits a but-for cause for the development that follows? And, you know, I, I think in some cases maybe credits are appropriate. In other cases, they aren't. I think one thing that concerns me about uh, the GM tax credit proposal is that it looks like they are probably going to do an expansion in any case. And the fact that this proposal has happened at the very end of the legislative session is kind of like, you know, act quickly or this, this deal could pass you by. I don't really like the, uh, the time period that's being allotted for a, a debate or discussion about this. We may not even have a hearing uh, on this particular proposal, so that's a real issue. I think one positive aspect of this is that a lot of these tax credit proposals oftentimes promise lots and lots of jobs. Uh, and, of course, you know, those promises are a lot like tarot cards or phrenology. You know, you, you can say that, uh, you know, we're going to protect taxpayers by saying that you have to create this number of jobs, but how do you define jobs? So uh, the fact that it's at least contingent on some other threshold, in this case, you know, the spending on the expansion, I think that's, that's a, a minor, uh, you know, good aspect of this. But you take this together with the low-income housing tax credit, which may be restarted this year, you're looking at, about $200 million in tax credits that may be approved here in the last week or so of session. Uh, and, and that's a lot of money to kind of shovel out the door and not actually provide tax relief for everyone. That's much better policy, allowing people to invest in themselves. And, and when you're picking and choosing winners in the tax code, uh, most of the time the big loser is everyone except for the people who get the credits. Do you think that there are incentive incentives to be given to a company like GM if they want to come and expand? Is it the amount or is it the, the, the speed with which this discussion is taking place? Or do you think that the legislature just needs to be considering, considering tax credits elsewhere? Well, I, I think that as, as a general matter, tax credits aren't a really great policy. And, and again, it's that question of, are the credits actually driving this, or are interests coming to the state and saying, we want tax credits because they expect tax credits, because they know that they'll be able to get that money regardless of whether uh, it really would have been that like deciding factor for whether they would come to the state. So uh, the, I think a much better policy is, uh, if, you, if you think that GM or if you think that developers, uh, their tax burden is too high, that may actually mean that everybody's tax burden is too high. And, and, and the more that we kind of carve up the tax code, where some people are paying full freight uh, of their taxes and other people are not paying uh, their, you know, full freight for their taxes and actually maybe getting a net benefit over and above what their tax liability would actually be. That actually makes it more difficult to reduce taxes on everybody. And then when you have uh, a tax system that you know, has billions and billions of dollars at any given point that are outstanding that can be redeemed at pretty much any time and, and you have to budget around that, that's bad for services. And, and the other part, too, that I would add is that when you're talking about tax incentives, 
you know, budgets are priorities, and tax credits sit out ahead of every other state priority, including education, including infrastructure and roadways and public safety. So when you're passing a, a, a package like this, what you are saying is that you would rather spend this money on uh, uh, these developers or uh, GM or, or whatever the case may be. You would prefer that you spend it on that rather than education and all these other items. I think people don't necessarily think about it that way, uh, but I think we need to start thinking about it that way because that's where our tax dollars are going instead of those really high priorities that we think might need to be funded more, but we can't because we've given away you know, hundreds of millions and, and over time, billions of dollars to special interests. We hear an awful lot about the booming economy that is uh, that we're supposed to be enjoying right now. When GM is looking to expand and they're looking to expand in Missouri, what reasons do they have to choose Missouri? If they had the choice between Missouri and other states, maybe around the Midwest, um, without these incentives, does Missouri risk losing the expansion and the jobs that come with it? You know, that's a, that's a great question. I think that, you know, uh, companies will weigh all sorts of different factors, particularly when you're talking about the automotive industry. I don't know to what extent it impacts General Motors, but a lot of companies will look at whether or not a state is a right-to-work state. But they'll also look at, do they have a trained workforce? Are they centrally located so they can transport all the trucks or cars that they're building? Can they get them to market fairly easily from where they're they're building them from, uh, what the, you know, and, and so you take all these different factors together. And, you know, I, I think in, in, in some cases, maybe the tax incentive is determinate, but at the same time, there are a lot of factors that these companies take into account. And, uh, you know, GM certainly knows that <laughs> if it wants to shop around the country, uh, that they will probably get tax incentives wherever, wherever they go. So regardless of whether or not they, they are seriously looking at other locations, um, this is what Boeing did. Boeing did this, I think, four or five years ago. They suggested that they were going to move their uh, their triple seven uh, plant uh, from Washington, and they basically went around the country and said, "Hey, well, how much money are you going to give us?" And this happened with the Google H- HQ two headquarters yeah. uh, sweepstakes. And so you see this again and again and again. And so, could the incentives be the thing that gets you know Missouri over the threshold and and, and brings it down? It could. We we don't really know that. But we've been sold this bill a lot of different times and a lot of different ways by a lot of different companies. And, and at some point, we have to say, what is a better policy? And I think that the better policy is reducing taxes for everyone so that at the end of the day, if you do need a tax incentive, well, you know, we're, not, we're going to reduce your tax burden anyway. Uh, maybe you don't need tax incentives because we've, we've already lowered it. I think it's a very interesting point and something people should be paying attention to as they see what happens next. Thank you so much, Patrick Ishmael, Director of Government Accountability at the Show Me Institute, for talking to us about the subject. People can find out more at showmeinstitute.org. We really appreciate your time today, Patrick. Thank you. Absolutely. We'll talk to you again soon. Um, you know, I hear the, the, you hear GM wants to expand in Wentzville. You think, yay, jobs. That's wonderful. That's good. Put them in. Let us go. But you do have to think about when you, especially he brought up Amazon. I remember hearing what Chicago was talking about offering Amazon. And I'm like, Illinois cannot pay for this. Illinois cannot afford, you know, especially Illinois cannot afford to give away all of this incentive um, to, to businesses. You want to do it for jobs? Okay, I understand you want to do it for jobs, but you've got to consider how we are budgeting our money and whose money we are budgeting in the first place. So if if you were going to put a business in and you want to make sure that they're participating the same way everybody else is participating, 
you've got to weigh these things. So interesting stuff from Patrick Ishmael there at the Show Me Institute. Uh, go check them out online at showmeinstitute.org. Great place for common sense public policy uh, in, in the state of Missouri. Tax 